all salespeople. I'm calling all salespeople. Get prepared for a slim, bald-headed brother with skills. Wearing a tailored suit, polished shoes, and gold watch. Last seen in Atlanta, boarding a plane, on his way to do another training. Sales pros, tighten up. Good morning, sales pros. Tamar Jamison coming back at you again for another episode of the Sales is Simple podcast, where, of course, sales stands for set yourself apart, ask the right questions, land them on the perfect offering, explain your value proposition, and set up your next sale. If you have not gone to the Sales Pro Academy yet, make sure that you go over there, register for the Sales Pro Academy. It is at salespro.academy. Give you an opportunity to take our podcast and the learnings that you get here to the next level. You'll get some, basically some one-on-one training for 16 weeks. You'll get an email sent to your inbox every single week with about a 30-minute module giving you some very valid and timely information on how to sell without being salesy. But I just wanted to make sure that you guys understood that that resource was at your disposal before we get into today's episode. So as you can see by the title, today's episode is Be genuinely genuine. Now, of course, I could have just said be genuine, okay? But in sales, a lot of times we get very good at being inauthentic and we can fake a lot of things. And so when I'm saying be genuinely genuine is to really be sincere, really be concerned about your customer, really care about what you're saying, what you're doing, and what you're trying to get the customer to do. So I'll tell you kind of how I came up with this one. So this week, Um, Over the past week, I was in a kind of a minor automobile accident. For those of you who know me, I'm okay. Um, Just some young girl T-boned me, wasn't paying attention. It wasn't a high speed, but it's more of an inconvenience than anything. You know, I've got to set up that whole routine. We're going to the doctor and contacting the attorney, the body shop, yada, yada, yada. And I noticed that as I was going through and getting everything done that I needed to get done, not just in my business, but also with handling this accident, that when I talked to people, even though I was in a car accident, they really kind of looked over and skipped over the whole situation about the car accident just to get to what they were trying to get to. So let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Think about when you meet somebody for the first time or you talk to somebody who you haven't seen in a while and you say, hey man, how you doing? And they say, okay, I'm doing fine. But you're not really asking them how they're really doing. You're just asking them to be courteous and say, how are you doing? Now, it feels a little weird when they actually answer and say, well, actually, I'm having an awesome day or I'm having a bad day or I'm going through some problems or things have been great. That's not the answer that we expect. So if you're going to ask somebody, how are you doing? Be genuinely genuine when you ask that question. And expect them to give you an answer that says how they're doing. All right. Likewise, somebody may say, how's it going? You know, how you doing? How you been? All right. All these are really generic questions that we ask people. And we're not really being genuine when we ask them the question, because a lot of times we don't really care. And we're acting like we care because we're kind of giving them a little bit of concern. But it's not genuine. So I want you guys to think about really being genuinely genuine. And when I really got the idea for this episode was when I was dealing with a uh, colleague, 
he's not really a client yet, but we're talking back and forth. He calls me, uh, leaves me a message, and I told him I'd call him back. I was in the middle of something. And he called me a couple of times before I called him back. And so when I finally got back on the phone with him, I was expecting it to be somewhat of an emergency because he called me two or three times before I had an opportunity to return his call. And he immediately started going into what he called me for. So I asked him, I said, hey, man, is there an emergency because I'm dealing with a car accident situation? And he says, oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that. And then he proceeded to keep talking about what he wanted to talk about. All right. Prime example of what we can get ourselves into if we're not really thinking about being genuine with the customer. If we're really just going through the motions, if we're asking them questions because our boss told them to ask these questions or because I'm telling you that you need to ask these questions or because you're really just trying to get to the next step, then that's not genuine. When you're asking the right questions, and that's why I say during that step of the process, you need to ask the right questions, not just ask questions. But when you're asking the right questions, you need to really be genuine about the answers to those questions, not just for the customer to be talking and not for you just to feel like that you're getting to the next step of the process, but it's really about learning what the customer needs, what they want, and how you can help to address that situation. Whether it's a problem you're trying to solve, whether it's trying to get them to a different level of opportunity in their life, in their career, in their business, whatever you have to offer to them, be genuinely genuine. Stop faking it. Stop just going through the motions so you can get to the next step. Now, of course, that one example that I gave you probably wouldn't have given me an impetus to do this podcast episode, but then it happened again. I'm going to a networking event, running to somebody I had that I've talked to on a pretty regular basis, and we got there communicating. And he asked, again, not genuinely being genuine, but he asked me how I was doing. Or how's it been or something along those effects. You know, one of those just generic um, questions that you ask somebody when you hadn't seen them in a while. And so he asked me, so I gave him a genuine answer. And I told him, well, I was a little sore right now, just got into a car accident. Um, everything's okay. So he asked a quick question about how I was doing and how my vehicle was doing. And then that was the end of it. And then it was right into, oh, well, by the way, here's what I want to talk to you about. Okay. Don't be that person. When you're dealing with a client, and you're really trying to earn their respect, you're trying to build some rapport with them, don't just glaze over what they just said because they can see that you're not being genuine when you ask one or two little questions in an attempt just to pacify them so you can get to what you need to talk about, okay? Customers can see right through that. Other people can see right through that. Your family members can see right through that. Everybody knows when you're faking that. So think about this for a second. Somebody says they've gone through a situation. So let me just paint the picture of how it should have went down with both of those scenarios I just gave you and kind of line those up with what we need to do in sales. So if they would have said to me, hey, how's it going? And I told them, hey, I've been in an accident. Everything that they needed to say or wanted to say should have been shut down immediately once I said I was in an accident. Immediately. It should have been, hey, how are you doing? What happened? Are you okay? You know, and then the conversation should have ended with something to the regards of, hey, let me call you back. I know you got a lot going on right now. What I have to say is not really that important. It's not an emergency. You take care of yourself. Take care of what you got to take care of. And let's reconvene in a week or two weeks or whatever. Or you just call me back at your convenience. Now, I probably would have said, hey, not a problem. 
let's go ahead and talk about it now. Everything is fine. But neither one of those individuals gave me an option. And you don't want to put the customer in a box where you feel like they feel like you're not giving them an option. All right. Think about this from the, from the extreme. OK, this would be like you coming up to your best friend and you say, hey, man, how's it going? And they say, man, my mom just passed away. And you say, oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that. You want to go shoot some basketball. All right. You don't want to be that person. And if you're just glazing over what the customer says or you're just really trying to pacify it by just, you know, addressing it in one or two little sentences, then that's exactly what you're doing. All right. They can see through it. They know you're not being genuine and it's going to give you a harder road to travel when you're trying to get them to say yes, because they're going to remember that, hey, they didn't even care that this is happening or that is happening or that is happening. So I really don't care what they're trying to tell me. I don't really care what they're trying to sell to me. I don't really care what the next part of their process is at this point. They don't care. So I don't care. So looking at the flip side, it's just the opposite. If you get a piece of information from a customer or a potential customer and you don't glaze over it, but you really dial in and spend some time talking to them about what they just talked to you about, then you have a much better opportunity for them to say yes later because they know you really care. I mean, you've heard the little cliche, you know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. All right. This is an opportunity where you're showing them how much you care. And unless you're really genuine and being genuinely genuine about caring about somebody, you're going to have a hard road trying to get them to say yes. And by chance, if they say yes, all right, because it does happen, we're salespeople, we're professionals, we can get somebody to say yes. But what do you think the likelihood is of them saying yes again or telling their neighbor to come see you or telling their friend or family member or church member or whatever whoever else is in their network, what's the possibility of them saying to that person, you need to go see them? It's probably going to be pretty slim to none because not they're going to remember not the fact that they bought something from you, but they're going to remember all the crap they had to go through internally to get to that result. They're going to remember that you just glazed over what they talked about. You're going to remember that they really didn't care. You didn't ask what their kids' names was. And then when you did ask what their kids' name were, that was it. You didn't expound on that a little bit. All right. See, we're always in a rush as salespeople. We're trying to get to the next one, trying to get to the next one, trying to get to the next one. And as I teach you guys all the time, it's not about getting to the sale. It's about getting through the sale to the next one. And you've got to take time to really talk about what the customer is telling you is important to them. And it's not dealing with the product or the service that you sell. It's dealing with all those intangibles that you have to tie in together to make this a pleasurable experience all the way around for the customer. So when they tell you what their birthday is, don't just say, oh, well, happy belated birthday or hope you have a good birthday or great. Let me just write that down but really try to tie something into it. Maybe you have a friend or family member who has a birthday close to them. Maybe you're really into astrology. You know what their sign is. You picked up that they're into astrology and you talk about that for a little bit. But you really just take all the information that the customer says. Like we've said before, anything they say can and will be used later. So you start 
compiling all these notes either on a piece of paper as you're writing or that you're putting them into your memory bank and saying, all right, I got this piece of information. I got this piece of information. I got this piece of information. And you're utilizing that to connect with the customer, not just to store it away and never use it again. All right. So if you call yourself a professional, be one. All right. Professionals listen more than they talk. We have talked about this time and time again, those first few sections of the approach when you're setting yourself apart, asking the right questions and landing them on a perfect offering. A lot of that, especially that second phase of asking the right questions is really just about listening. You're really listening and you're pulling the answers out of the customer by asking them the questions that's going to give you the information that you need to solve their problem or make their situation better. So if you call yourself a professional, you need to be one, all right? Give you an example of when you say that you're a professional versus actually, actually acting like a professional. So when I was selling cars, and those of you who are still in this arena, and there's sometimes in, in other arenas when this happens, but you are talking to a customer, you get to a point where you need to do some follow-up, and maybe whatever the case is, they can't buy right now. So you ask them for their phone number, and they give you one of those, well, you know, I don't need you calling me, or I don't want you, you know, I get too many calls as it is. You know when they give you that, I don't really want to give you my number because you're going to pester me, okay? I used to love when people would tell me that because I would literally look them in the eye being genuinely genuine and say, look, Mr. Mrs. Whatever, I'm not going to call you if I don't have anything to say. First of all, I don't have time to call you because I'm busy, all right? And the only reason I'm going to call you is if I have something valid that you need to hear that I need to get to you. So I can promise you that you will not get a call from me or anybody else at this store unless there's something of value that we need to get to you, all right? And then I would get the phone number. Now, I could have just said that, and then started wearing them out every day, calling them, texting them, leaving voicemails, calling their job, calling their house. But I didn't do that. I showed them I was a professional and I was a man of my word because the first thing I would do, and those of you who are around some kind of BDC or you have some appointment setter somewhere else, I would put a note into our system or I would tell them directly, don't call this person. I got it. All right. I'll talk to them when they need to be talked to. So take them off the, the system, take them off the dialing system, whatever the case is. But I don't need you calling them. I'll follow up with them directly. If I was in a situation where the managers would call back, same thing. I'll tell the manager I got it. OK, I got their phone number. I know what they need. I'll reach out to them when I need to reach out to them. I'll tell you that I will follow up with them. But I promise them that I'm not going to call them just to say, oh, thanks for coming in. And oh, by the way, how are things going? That's not the conversation we're going to be having. So being genuinely genuine is showing what you're saying. All right. So I gave them not just my word that I would do it, but I actually did it. So that's the difference in just lip service and doing what you say you're going to do. OK, because if you set everything up correctly from the beginning, then your follow through and your follow up will be a whole lot easier. Right. When you are able to be genuine with the customer, you built some very solid rapport. They understand that you really care about them. When it's time for you to follow up, first of all, they're going to answer the call or they're going to text you back or they're going to respond to your message that you sent them. However you get in communication with them, they'll get back in touch with you because now you have a relationship. 
if you haven't been genuine the whole time, that's when it becomes hard to follow up with a customer. They never pick up the call. You can tell when they send you the voicemail. You text them and you get them read receipt message or you email them and you know that they opened it, but they don't respond back. That's because they've realized that you have not been genuine with them and you've basically been wasting their time. All right. So if you really care about the well-being of the customer, then you need to show them. Okay. Don't just be having lip service. Don't just say that you care. Don't just say you love your job. Don't just say you've got the best product in the market. Don't just say you're the best person for them in their situation, but you really need to show them. And you need to be genuinely genuine that you are the person, your company is the company, and your offering is the offering. All right. And that may mean telling them that you're not the best or that your company's not the best or that your offering's not the best, all right? This may sound a little weird, but you know when you've been outmanned by either somebody else in or outside of your company, another company or another offering is really a better option for them. You will get a lot more value from the customer and they will get a lot more for you by you being truthful with them, being genuinely genuine and saying, you know what, that's a viable alternative you might want to explore that or I understand why you're going to explore that. Let me tell you what I can do. And I understand that you're going to explore that because I have actually gotten referrals from people who didn't buy from me when that happened. All right. So you can turn one sale or one sale that you thought you had into possibly three or four sales. All right. So really being genuinely genuinely is what I want to talk to you guys about today. Understanding the customer's mindset really realizing that the customer's not stupid. They know when you're playing, they know when you're just giving them lip service and your results are gonna be a direct result of, are you genuine with them? You just giving them lip service or have you been faking the whole situation? So go out there, be genuine with your customer, all right? Be a sales professional, don't be an amateur. Learn what makes your customer tick, what's important to them, why they want to do what they do, and why they're even talking to you. And if you be genuine with them, you will notice that a lot more of them will be genuine with you. So that's today's episode, guys. Be genuinely genuine. Go out there, build some rapport, build a relationship, get through the sale to the next one. And as a result, you'll see an increase in your paycheck, a lot less stress level, and you'll actually have a good time at work while you're doing all of this. All right. So if you haven't had a chance to share the podcast, make sure that you send this link to somebody that you know who could really use this information. Give them the link. Let them know to rate and review it so that I can get some information from them. Understand what they want to hear about, what they like, what they don't like. It also helps other salespeople in across different professions find the podcast and get some valuable information as well. So that's today's episode. Be genuinely genuine. Go out there. Connect with the customer and always remember the best way to get what you want is by giving others what they want.